Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports, an unfiltered sports podcast that's unlike any you've listened to before. They speak the truth and aren't afraid to hurt some feelings. Now, from the backwoods of Arkansas, here's your hosts, Tyler and Dakota. Ready, ready. Welcome to Slightly Biased Sports. We are regular Joes. We are regular Joes. That's right. <laughs> but I'm Dakota. It's Tyler and Dakota made an incredible comparison <laughs> right before we started recording this, and it has to be spoke on. Everybody outside of America thinks that everybody inside of America is either Joe Biden or Joe Rogan. Tell so me that's not true. I stand by it. We're talking now, about the, the... What's scary is your brain immediately just tried to figure out which Joe you were. <laughs> we're talking about some of the... Recent videos coming out of our wonderful leader. And uh, Dakota said, yep, you know, it, it, we find ourselves laughing. But then we realize, oh, shit, this is what people think of us. This is the president. And then he said, well, we're either Joe. Ro- Everyone thinks we're either Joe Rogan's or we're Joe Biden's. <laughs> and I had to stop and think on that one. I was, That's a good one. But it is Wednesday, the 9th of March. And we have so much shit to fucking talk about. Finally, we have NFL news. So much NFL news, we could divide this up and have two shows with it. But instead, we're just going to have one. There's yep. a whole lot of NFL stuff. Mostly the NFL majority. stuff. Granted, uh, the lesser conferences in college basketball are going at it right now. And we got to see a fantastic finish in one a couple days ago between Chattanooga and Furman. That was wild. Incredible fucking finish. I watched the game until six minutes left. Turned it off because I was getting bored. Okay. And I told Macy, I said, I'm going to regret turning the channel. How much on bet? Woke up the next morning, <laughs> woke her up but to show her what happened. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, we are going to front load this with uh, just a, I don't know how quick of a tidbit, but a tidbit on the Russia-Ukraine front. We need, to, we need to address something that I think is very crucial right now. Uh, and then a whole bunch of NFL stuff like Dakota said. That's pretty much what we got today. Yep. So what I wanted to say about the Russia-Ukraine stuff. We said last episode we talk about it. We're giving the people what we said we would. Um, so as Americans, I feel like as humans, but mostly as Americans, we consider ourselves the defenders of the people who need a voice. Defenders of the people who need, who don't have the, we're the people who punch the bullies in the mouth. That's what we consider ourselves as. I, I myself consider Americans the same thing. Um, as being that person, which is ironic because I think most people consider us the bullies. Correct. <laughs> Anybody outside of America is going to consider us the bullies. And most people inside, not most, a lot, especially the left-leaning type, consider us bullies because they like to twist what happened in the past and make us all out to be a bunch of warmongers. Um, mm-hmm. So what's going on right now is a full-out fucking propaganda war. It's not just a war on the ground in Ukraine. It is, and you know what What it took to to make me realize this was I was starting to think about it right before the, the Bryce Mitchell thing popped. Mm. And then when Bryce Mitchell said what he said, I thought, you know what? Maybe I have been wanting, like my heart's been so invested into seeing some of these videos and just thinking, holy shit, we got to do something. Because we are the people who go and punch the bullies in the face. What if... What if Russia is... Now, we know Putin's done bad shit. There's no fucking denying that. I'm not a pro-Putin right. person. 
Because everybody out there is going to be like, oh, my God, he said something about Russia. He must be pro-Putin. Because <laughs> I got told on Twitter one time, uh, Putin, thanks you for your service. Because I called out a fake video that was not somebody being shot. And a lot of people liked it, and a lot of people fucking hated it. That's everything these days. So, what if Russia, they are bullies in the, in the past and probably still right now, but what if they're not what the media is trying to paint them to be? Well, I think it's possible that it's been exaggerated. And we're trying to be baited into a war. I don't, th- I mean, I think, I think that was entirely, the, I think even if everything about the Russian that we've been shown has been true, it's them baiting us into a war. It's, it's, regardless, that is the intention. If he wanted to take over Ukraine, he would have already. There's no, the Ukrainians are resisting so well that the Russians can't. Well, maybe. Dude. Unless, it could have, absolutely. But, this you, is, don't, you don't show your hand right off the bat. Mm-mm. Regardless of what your intention was, even if your intention was just to take them, if you take it with astronomical force right off the bat, people are for sure going to jump in. And then again, me and you were also numb to, not numb because of the compassionate side of us. For God's sakes, I was hitting up old military buddies, heavily looking into what it would take to get over there and help Ukrainians. I would be willing to do it as a civilian going over there to do it. In the military, no, I would not. Because you're just doing what you're told. I would be willing to do it as a civilian until I started looking at, hang on, let me analyze this thing from multiple avenues here. What if we're only being shown what they want us to see? What if, just like I saw a, a journalist a while back who was talking about he had a, he had been to the war in Iraq, he had been to the war in Afghanistan, he was just a journalist, some journalist, and he was talking about it. And he said, whenever I got done, I went back and was looking at what other people were publishing and people were publishing fake articles saying that a battle went down in this location when I know it didn't because I was there. Saying, you know, making up fictional heroes in a battle who never actually, nothing ever happened. Yeah. So it's it, it's really, it, when have we ever, ever, ever seen um, America, it's hard, to, it's hard to say it right without being, labeled or you know what's gonna happen anyway like when has america just been the person that just volunteers to help somebody because they think it's it's right for them it's good it's the moral thing to do when i think we've stuck our nose in a lot of people's shit because we thought we should help them i don't think that's gonna change i don't think you're gonna ever gonna have a war ever again that is not led by propaganda what that, if, does, that doesn't mean that there's not truth to it. It means it's exaggerated or they're showing you more of one thing than another. Bingo. The problem that they have, though, is with social media everywhere. Like You, you can sit there and you can scrub stuff. People have done it with way more success than I would believe that it would be possible. Something's going to get out at some point. What if Ukraine isn't as innocent as we think? Now, I'm not talking about the people of Ukraine, because the people are innocent. They're just living there. But even if even if it's... What if that government's not the it, innocent little... I don't know that there's anything that could have been possibly done that would not have leaked out that would have justified this. No, I, no, no. I'm not trying to justify it at all. And that's what I was afraid of by saying that. Was that someone would say, well, how could you say that this is... Well, okay. I, I watched this video. I can't remember the, na- the dude's name. I'll show it to you after we get out, done with this recording. Uh, and he was talking about uh, a redneck's explanation as to what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. Right? 
And it broke it down pretty good. It, it's kind of like the oversimplified videos I like to watch on YouTube where they just put it in cartoon and explain everything in the past, but it's much more easy to watch and keep right. up with. Um, and he was talking about pretty much like how this dude had been hunting this certain land since 1991. Then he bought the land last year. Well, that person's been hunting the fucking land since, you know, 30 years ago. Now you have to tell him, you can't hunt this land anymore. This is my land. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a hard thing to say to them, and you try to put it off as long as you can, even though you know that's your land, you're going to take it. It's mine. Get off of it. Russia's been wanting to take Ukraine for how many years now? Yeah. And they've just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. NATO countries and, and countries like us have, you know, kept them back as long as we could. The videos are hard to watch. It's hard to see innocent people dead. No one wants to see that. No one deserves to go through that. Right. But it's a war zone now. I know I couldn't just get up and leave my home if someone invaded us. I'm staying right here. Right. So I get, there's just two sides to it. And I'm wondering why only one side of the story is coming out and not the other. We heard Trump say years ago that Ukraine is one of the most corrupt governments in the world. He didn't expand on it. He, I've looked into it and apparently they've, they've, Taking money from a lot of bad people and funded a lot of bad shit. Also, why is America... Apparently, America has a lot of cash flow invested interest in Ukraine. I'm pretty sure much the like resources are through the roof. Yeah, pretty much they low-key to launder our money. Hmm. So, our cash flow is now being constricted. That's why we're getting involved. Of course... I don't know the full history on the Ukraine history. I don't know the full history on Russia. I'm only looking at this as an outsider, and I'm numb to a lot of the videos I see because we were in the military. We've seen it regularly. I was an avid bestgore.comer. You can't even put (laughs) bestgore.com. I still won't understand that. You can't even put bestgore.com on Twitter without it popping up a thing and saying, you are not allowed to post this. This is harmful content. You can't even post about it. That's the kind of stuff that was on this website, and we only watched it because we, we didn't know what was going on everywhere. We didn't know what the hell was happening. It's how you could see what the Afghan ISIS and all those dudes were doing to their people. We saw, we found it all on Best Gore. Like, first-hand videos of what they were doing to their people. Like, we saw videos of Saddam genociding his people. We saw what he was doing to him. Right. So, it's like, well, if we're in the line of business of possibly going to war, I want to know what the fuck's going on over there. I don't want to yeah. just be told I'm going over there. Yeah. That's why we watched it. And they removed that website, and now all of a sudden, we only have the information that they want us to see. We only get one side of the story. There's no justification for innocent people dying. There's no justification for civilians being bombed and shot up. There's no justification for it. But I found myself sucked into the videos I was seeing and the empathetic side of me wanting to be like, holy fuck, I got to do something for him. There's two sides to every story. And again, I can't say enough. No innocent people should die. Well, even if even if something came out that was like, oh, this is why Russia's doing it. The empathetic side of seeing that type of shit doesn't have to doesn't change. Like you don't have to switch one for the other. I'm a human being, and I feel for people. And seeing anybody killed from just living in their homes, like I saw today, there was a there was a uh, maternity ward that was struck in a bomb in a bombing. Yeah, there was the one the last week or so that came out with a preschool and a fucking kindergarten. Right. Know what else I've been seeing? What rumors of the Ukrainian people and the government blowing up their own shit. I saw the video. I mean, people think 9-11 was an inside job. Blowing up their own shit and then saying Russia did it. 
So another thing, why this is something interesting that I saw, and it's just food for thought. It's just shit. It's got my mind working. Like I, I hope that all the killing stops. I hope that all the innocent people stop dying. Like no one wants to see it, but I saw a thing. Why is it that Russia went in there and is taking over these quote unquote radioactive or nuclear sites? What if that's just one of the things that's going on there? What do you mean? I've seen some stuff saying, what if they were much more involved in the COVID shit than we knew? I don't fucking care at this point. But taking over, apparently taking over like data centers. They're going in and taking over data centers and taking those as their strong, their, you know, I want to say strong foot or strong hold, but uh, like the Chernobyl thing, they said that that was actually a uh, biochemical site inside of it where they do stuff like similar to what we do in every other first world country does where they're doing a bunch of research on viruses and all that kind of shit. I wouldn't imagine anybody set, set anything up inside Chernobyl. It's just stuff to think about. There's no justification for what the extremes that are happening, but I'm, I'm trying to put myself in the mind of why the military for Russia being as smart as they are, are taking over the things that they are. Because if you think for a fucking second, the second second strongest military power in the world couldn't take that fucking place over if they wanted to, they could. Yeah, it's not a couldn't thing. It's a strategy thing. Even if your only goal was... But they're saying he's wanting to take Ukraine. Why hasn't he taken it yet? Because even if your only goal... I don't think his only goal is to take Ukraine. I think this is about legacy at this point. It has nothing else to do with it. Because what he's getting, what's coming from it and what's going to happen to Russia financially for however long... I'll never financially recover from this. <laughs> Whatever's happening... He doesn't fucking care at this point. Like, it's about legacy. It's about going down in history, whatever. Even if his only goal was to take Ukraine, if he just goes in there full force and takes it overnight, because looking at the numbers and everything else, he could. Everybody else is coming for him. Like they're, they're, they, the, the, but are they? The display that it would take to take it that fast would be astronomically worse than what we're seeing right now. Because America is in this interesting situation where we look like for lack of better words, puss pusses. We act like we we want to get on the offensive, but we actually don't do anything to be on the offensive. Like you're trying to condemn what Putin's doing, but you're not actually doing anything about what Putin's because doing. Because they're trying to appease people like we got to help them, but they know what it, what would what would happen if we do. Have you ever seen any of these leftist officials in the office? been this gung-ho about America as they are Ukraine? They're holding up Ukrainian flags sewn together with American no. flags and wearing pins on their fucking jackets. And they won't. Because if you unify people, it eliminates division, which drives everything. Division drives everything. You can't push an agenda if people are unified. It's not possible. These fucking old, decrepit sons of bitches are taking a knee inside the White House, taking a picture with all Nancy Pelosi and all them on a knee with the Ukraine flag. What? What the fuck? Yeah, I don't necessarily have a problem with them supporting it. I because I mean it. This is obviously in in dire situations. Like when, like using nine eleven for example, then everybody was the same way about America. We just haven't seen anything of the magnitudes going on in the in the Ukraine in the United States in since nine eleven. I mean, even the even the the shootings in Vegas. Like everybody was pretty rallied around that. Like it, it takes a catastrophic event to make that happen. You just can't walk around and everybody be unified all the time. Cause like I said, you can't push any agenda like that. And it's just human nature. You're going to disagree and you're going to choose sides. And at, at this point, everything that we do 
you have to choose a side. If you choose a side, you automatically hate the other side, which is fucking stupid. Well, it's getting to the point where some of these ideologies of the left here don't make any sense, and it's hard not to be like, hey, fuck the left or fuck the right. It's so hard not to because I can't find a single thing that any of Biden's administration has done that was pro-America at all. I so, of course, we're going to say fuck the left because we are the quote-unquote patriots. We're the people who care about America. We're the ones that are being condemned, and we're the ones that are most gung-ho about America. Yes, I am obviously a right-leaning individual. Yeah, I definitely am. I know a lot of right-laying-down individuals, whatever you want to call it, that are just, I'm Republican because they sound just as fucking crazy sometimes as the left. Sometimes. You I, get extreme one way or the other, and like what, what you're talking about, about, you know, I mean, when you're saying left, you are in your brain referring to extreme left. Yes. Which is what I'm saying about the extreme right. Yes. I don't consider myself extreme right. I'm right-leaning, and my issue that I have does not come from left-leaning individuals. That If you're leaning one way or the other without being like, I'm Democrat because I'm Republican because, that tells me you're a logically thinking person. And you can, if, if the facts are presented to you, and I can make this case, you can at least understand where I'm coming from. Extreme right and extreme left don't want to hear it. There is no conversation to be had. They don't fucking care. If you do not agree with them, you're wrong because. I am pro-Constitution. Pro I'm pro-America. I am pro-being proud of where you're from. I'm pro-guns, pro-freedom, pro-fucking-freedom of speech. I mean, all that thing is considered right-wing. How is that considered right? It's just being American. That I have seen countless videos where people are saying they are scared for their lives in the neighborhood they're in because there's an American flag hanging up. Yeah, that would be extreme left. I mean, what the hell are we getting to? But, like, yes, I agree with those specific, like, those fine point words that you use, the things that you agree with, I do as well. No, I am anti-big government. The, which is what the Constitution was founded by. But, right, the fine details of, like, if you if you can tell me, like, I agree with the headlines of those things. We're in a, we're in a world of headlines and clickbait whatever you want to call it well now we're just in a world of just deception and lies right but i agree with the main points of all those things that's like i agree with the main points of the platforms of most republican candidates for president it's just they never actually did everything in between right they hit yeah. the wagon to it because half the people agree with those things the thing the other things they slide in that you don't hear about oh i'm i'm pro this i'm pro this i'm pro this oh cool me too by the way, I'm going to do this with taxes. I'm going to do this over here in this country. Hold the fuck on. I didn't co-sign all that shit. That's the problem I have. Like, if you're yeah. going to tell me that we, we established the Constitution way back when and everything about it still applies today, you're wrong. Yeah. That's the thing. Is that That is extreme right. It's like, oh, it's Constitution. That's the way it should be. Shouldn't ever change it. That's fucking stupid Especially logic. considering that Constitution only covered a certain type of people Correct. in that day. Everything has changed. Right. There's no way that the rules that everyone should live by and abide by can't change. Right. I'm not saying overhaul them or eliminate any specific amendment altogether. What I'm saying is we the fact that we that we have people that are, don't even want to take a look at it. I don't want you to show it to me because I'm going to say I'm going to find something in there that makes you look stupid. We have extreme people on either side are both fucking idiots. But yes. the Ukraine situation. I don't fucking know at this point. I don't either. Like but the the part that I took about Vice Mitchell said a lot of cool shit that I agree with. The one thing I agree with the most is I don't know what's going on. No, 
And if you think you do, you're wrong. Because now we don't, we're not getting to see opinions from both sides. We're only getting to see opinions from one side and a lot of deception. So it's hard to figure out what the truth is whenever the truth has been pretty much uh, liquidated. So now the truth is just whatever you're told, that's the truth. Believe it. Believe it or else. It's so hard to find the fucking truth. It's hard to find an Im- an unbiased source to provide information like because a true journalist any. is supposed to. There aren't any. No. It's, it's not any that will see the light of day. And it's so hard for us to find the fucking truth, so we don't know what to believe. So when all we see is innocent Ukrainian people dead, of course we're going to be like, hey, we better do something. Put the no-fly zone in. Let me tell you something. You put the fucking no-fly zone in, guess what? It's officially war. And that's why they haven't done it yet. They keep saying they're going to... No, I'm telling you right now, if you want to see the full force of what the fuck is going to happen, <laughs> go ahead and put a no-fly zone. See what happens. So, I I just urge people to do individual research and not just believe the first video they see. I urge people to search for unbiased. I know it's hard. Opinions on things. Uh, That's the problem with anybody doing research. Like Any conversation you get into is like, oh, I looked this up. You looked up things that support your argument. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. you did. Because you can find, you can support any argument you have. Unfortunately, that's all anywhere. you can find. You can't just find an impartial and the, source. The fact that you can find both, you can do all the research you want. You still don't fucking know. Unless you talk to, and, and on more minor, on um, smaller scale things, you can. Like, you can you can get closer to the source and find things that are justifiable. Large scale things like this, you have no idea. Keep giving them weapons. Keep giving the Ukrainians weapons. Give them whatever we can afford to give. Uh, you know, at that, unfortunately, that's that's all we can fucking do right now. Like, by, and that's enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all we can do. And if Putin wants to go take over Ukraine, he officially takes over Ukraine and then goes ahead and turns westward, tries to do something with Poland or something. Okay, now we got a bigger issue. But we keep pussyfooting around and trying to pretend like we're the big bad tough guys. And not actually doing anything. Well, if you keep talking, he's going to call your bluff. Well, my point is NATO is going to call our bluff. Right. So the very institution that we're in, the group that we're in of people that think no matter what we do, we got America on our side. Well, you keep fucking around with this and those NATO countries are going to look inward and be like, hey, do they really fucking have our backs? They told Ukraine in 2004, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. They told Germany, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Mm, what, what are they thinking now? They're going to sanction us to death? You know what I mean? Like they're probably... There's we, a certain point where if you don't inadvertently sanction ourselves, if you don't take a decisive fucking action, no, nah, that's another bullshit take too that Biden's trying to spin right now. Well, the reason prices are so high, it's it's Putin, it's Russia. No, the fuck, it's not. This shit was going on before the Russia shit popped off. Gas immediately went up. Well, cost of goods was, immediately went up. Before it was Putin, it was COVID. So yeah, there's always something they're trying to blame, and really, it's their agenda. That's what they want. They want to make the, us go the broke. The thing is, is, as soon as prices started to skyrocket, and we just became, we just started to accept it because oh well, unprecedented times. We're always going to have an unprecedented time then. It's never going to still find a new thing that will be the cause of it. Like supply chain issues right now. Explain to me why they still exist. Yeah, you're telling me it was COVID and people going on strike and this. Well, no, it's for not. the longest time, it was boats were backed up at the harbor, at the, at the uh, goddamn. The ports. The ports. What it we is. We ain't straighten that out yet? No, because what it truly is, <laughs> is we've been cut off from other countries that were supplying us with everything. They're not saying out loud what's going on. They're not. World War Three or Cold War has already been, it, it's already turning. The, the wheel is already fucking moving. They just won't tell us. There's a reason we can't get plastic. There's a reason we can't get anything from fucking China unless it's in 12 weeks. Which, full transparency, I do agree with. Like, if that if, if this is going on, 
you can't tell the masses that that's no, going on. No, I agree. It's like saying, now hey, you guys, have to do something. Just so you know, two weeks, asteroid crushing Earth. Anarchy. Complete right. pandemonium. I, I understand People's it. brains can't handle it. And unfortunately, that's what got Trump in trouble because he would just come out and say what was going on. He'd just come out and say the truth. This person's corrupt. This person's corrupt. We watched Trump. I watched, I watched this earlier, and I remember when it happened. But we watched Trump come out and say, you know, Germany and the the uh, Europe right now is making a, a drastic mistake by putting all their eggs into the basket of getting their oil from Russia. This is a this is a d- drastic mistake, and pretty soon they're gonna they're gonna realize that what if that switch gets cut off? Pretty soon they're gonna realize it, and it zooms in on the German people's faces that are in the crowd. They're all laughing at him for saying it. Here we fucking are. Like it, it, it didn't take a rocket scientist to see it. The problem was he said it out loud, and everybody just spun it against him. Yeah, no, so I, if you don't I agree keep with it a internal, lot of the stuff that he called out. But to think that Trump didn't have corrupt people on the side is incorrect. No, that's not but, what I'm saying. But you can't be in the government and not have that. That's, and he that's he also thing. said a lot of stupid shit. He also said a lot of shit that didn't make sense. He also said untruthful correct. things. Of course, fuck everybody does it. But I, I will ride it until I fucking die. He would have never left Americans in Afghanistan. One hundred percent agree. He would have never fucking put America in a spot to have five dollar gas. He would have. None of this would have happened. None. Did you hear the video of what he told? Uh, oh, I'm glad you said that about gas. One thing, very lightly related to this. If I see another fucking person on Facebook, Twitter, social media say, "Well, well, see, two years ago here was the price of gas." It was also in the middle of a fucking pandemic where people weren't traveling, couldn't travel. Obviously, gas is going to go down. Nobody's buying it. I'm not saying that gas is reasonably priced now. It is ridiculously high, and there is a clear reason why it's happening. But to compare the price two years ago when everybody's locked down makes you look stupid. Um, what was I saying? Oh, fuck. What was I saying? What was I saying? What was I saying? Motherfucker. Invest in your money and... The stuff with, with Russia, yeah. Um, You know, now... <laughs> the gas prices and stuff, does it have a little bit to do with the Russia and Ukraine stuff? Yes. Yeah. But does it all? Absolutely not. I urge everybody in here, if you have not heard of what the WEF is, please go do yourself a fucking kindness. I feel like we need to talk more pro-America shit on here and not just, we'll, we'll put in a little, I like talking about America. I like talking about what I believe is the greatest country on earth. I like talking. Bingo. It. I love it. I fucking bleed it. I'll die for it. It's just like Bryce Mitchell said, I will fucking dig my fucking boots in the mud and I will fight for everything Arkansas has. I will every fucking time. But, uh, What's, what's really, the whole reason for it is to push the green shit. It's to push the green bill. The reason they're doing it is to try to get it. Hey, I got a solution for you. Just go buy a $75,000 electric car. Oh, and by the way, in the cold, if you can't tell when your car struggles to start, that runs off gas, and it struggles to start in the cold because it's really cold and your battery's gone down, what do you think is going to happen with an energy car? Well, and we're not, we are not set up to facilitate. If everyone today was like, you know what, fuck it, electric car, and buy them one. Also, what's going to yeah. run that plug-in? Right. Fuels. Well, that's the thing is, is, we are not set up to accommodate everyone buying into being to going green. We've seen them, we've seen them cut bank accounts off. We've seen them pull funds. We've seen them shut your shit down for back in the trucker thing. What do you think is going to happen if they have a switch now where all your shit is fucking electric and they have a, sh- a switch that can just turn off the grid? Now what? Well, I mean, that is already in, in play. Your debit card won't work. Your credit card won't work. Right, but you can get, what I'm saying is you can get fuel. That's why that's why a lot of people believe to pull some cash, cash out of every time you get your paycheck, put a little cash away. That's yeah, I Everyone's the, always said I think that. the percentage of people that has over $100 in their wallet at a time is probably in the single I'm, digits. I'm talking about a home fucking savings account, like taking $50 out of every paycheck and putting it in a fucking box. You know what I'm, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. The old heads always said it. My grandparents used to tell me that. Keep cash, keep cash, keep cash. 
Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Dude, I'm telling you, there's scary shit going on. Look up, y'all listening, please look up fucking Klaus Schwab. Please look up what the fucking WF is doing. Yeah, right there's now. always been a fear of that, but they, that's why. But they now it's put, real. They like, they literally. They in a fucking coffee can when they were young adults, right. and now they're fucking dead. And nothing ever came of it. I'm not saying that eventually something won't, because it obviously will. But, like, we think technology has progressed to the point that, like, oh, well, when they were there, this wasn't possible. And now it is. Think about fucking 100 years from now what technology is going to be. We will be typewriters. Like, our fu- these iPhones will be fucking typewriters to people. Like, it'll happen eventually, I'm sure. But everybody thinks, and this is not to say let your guard down, obviously, but everybody thinks that their time is the end of the world. Well, that, that's why the fucking Mayans wrong every goddamn year, I feel like. Well, what what other time have you seen somebody come out with what conspiracy theories have, conspiracy theorists, as they called us, have been saying for 20 years was going to happen, and now they name it the exact thing that we said was the conspiracy theory. The Great Reset. They literally fucking named it that. The World Economic Forum. They said there is a need for a great... Dude, if you watch some of the videos, what the shit, what the hell they've been saying about what's, gonna, what's coming, it is fucking scary times. But what I'm saying... They're using this Russian-Ukraine thing to fuel all this kind of shit. Just please do your own. My whole point was to just do your own research a little bit. And, and of course, we're always going to feel for innocent people dying. Always. But we're doing everything we honestly can. I didn't agree with the sanction thing. I didn't agree with all that stuff because it. I wish we would have been proactive instead of reactive. I wish we would have done the shit a long time ago when we got word that they were going to do this. Instead of waiting until they were already in Ukraine and then wondering if we should do it. That's all I wish. But it is impacting them. It is hurting them. We are giving them a ton of weapons. We are talking about giving jets. We are talking like we're doing everything that we can. Don't fall for the warmongering shit saying we need to fucking do something because nuclear weapons will be involved and it is a big deal. And what you see in Ukraine could be happening right here in our fucking neighborhoods. So Let's just fucking pray for the Ukrainians. Let's just hope they fucking hold down the land. It's impressive they've done it this long, but Russia is not showing their hand, just like Dakota said. They're not going to yet. I just urge people to not warmonger with this and and try to think, let's post all these videos of one side of things and get America riled up because they care about people, and they'll send some troops in here, and then let's see what happens. Because it won't just be a a ground... Hand-to-hand combat situation. That's no, not what it'll if be. If you go over there, it's it's go time. Like there's no there's no. Let's put a few people see what happens. No, they'll they, die. Yeah, and they won't just fight right there. They'll start attacking our homeland. They'll start attacking here. They'll oh, send the, missiles. No, if you send if you send a small force over there, they'll do everything they can to eliminate that one to show you that hey, this was your first step and we beat it. Send everything, or else. Oh, if we send one soldier there and an American soldier dies, it's officially. On right, one Russian gets killed so by does, American. So it does you no good to send a small force Nothing. over there. If you're going to go in, go in. If not, don't. Those are your choices. Yes, my whole point. Don't half ass it, whole ass it. We feel for the Ukrainians. We feel for them. We are impressed with how hard they've held it down. Citizen wise, the citizens have done a, all that they could, all that they can. They're doing everything that they fucking can, and mm-hmm. we love to see fucking someone defending their homeland because we would do the exact same thing. But let's chill on the fucking let's start World War Three thing. Because we're talking about everyone here in America's lives. Yes. We got over a million refugees already out of Ukraine and Poland and places like that. We're, we and everyone is doing what they can. Let's, let's not overreact and overcorrect and start praying for World War Three. We don't need it. What's going to happen is if you do it, 
in three years when it's still going on, you'd be like, oh, we should have never stuck our nose in this business. Bingo. Because it's happened before. Every time. I why mean, Why are we even in Afghanistan? Yep. They said it about Iraq. They said it about Afghanistan. They said it about Korea. They said it about yeah. Vietnam. They're always going to say it. They're going to they're gonna warmonger and fearmonger you into Americans doing something. And then when we do it, those very people that told us we should go to war are now going to be saying, oh, my God, look at what we're doing. Yeah. Atrocities. Yeah. Why are we here? Get them out of there. Just don't fall for it, people. Let's let's worry about America here a little more because we've we've let God, the the talk of God, the word of God, God's name in general has been completely removed from everything, and the word America is now associated with Nazism. Let's let's worry more about a little bit of we got a lot of internal situations we gotta fucking address here and try to fix. We gotta come together as people to prevent a division like that that's going down right now. Cause they're Russians have family in Ukraine. Ukraines have a family in Russia. They are intertied. No, none of the civilians on either divide, side wants this to happen. Divide and conquer is a phrase for a reason. And if we his, divide ourselves. Yes, we are susceptible to getting got. And as or they always say, as they always say, history repeats itself. Let's not let it repeat. It will. That's all I got to say about it. Let's go to some lighter topics. We need a blue button after that. And the blue button so kind of. Get the Miller time going again today. Yeah. Much needed. Blue button plus Miller time plus Equals. a whole mess of NFL news. So much. I don't even know where to start. I do. You do. Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. We don't know the terms of the deal? Nope. We don't know. I am very interested to see how this deal shakes out. Yes. Reports alleged reports closer to him said that the reason he didn't that that this proposed deal of 200, 200 million dollars over four years, which at the time, crazy enough, didn't bat an eyelash yet because nope. four time MVP, it was like, oh, you can pay two hundred million to lose in the NFC Championship. Yep, yep, sure am. What's your team doing? What's the alternative? Jordan Love, you're going to pay no money to lose a lot of games. I don't know what it is. Allegedly. He's hoping to take a more Tom Brady approach, get his guys back, see what they can do. He's waiting to see what happens with Devontae is what he's doing. Well, he's tagged. They officially tagged him? Yeah. They can still get a long-term deal done, though. Yeah. They won't, but they can. Because they that's the thing. Until we know the details of the Aaron Rodgers deal, they will not uh, they will not approach a Devontae Adams long-term deal because why would you... I think I think Aaron's seeing it the other way. I'm not going to agree to to years or... A dollar amount until you get a deal done with Devontae. If you don't, I'm just gonna do a one year yeah, deal. If I'm the Packers, I want I will call that bluff. I'm not giving Devontae a long term deal until I have Aaron in a long term deal because if he leaves, Devontae's gonna want out and you're stuck with that fucking cap hit. Yeah, that's true. Like you get Aaron Rodgers for another year, that's better than you could have hoped for a year ago. Just here you're getting a year, here's your guaranteed money. We get Aaron for a year. If Aaron wants to work out a long term deal, then we'll work on yours next year. But and I every, agree. Everybody hates the 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 franchise tag, I understand why. Like, it's it's security. That's real money, guaranteed. You're getting all of it no matter what. You obviously don't get your bonuses and incentives, which can be extreme sometimes, and you miss out on that. Yeah, look what happened to Chris Godwin. But it's a top five, per, average of the top five percent, or the top five salaries. Yeah, top five players. In your position, which at this point, through the roof. Kirk Cousins made quite a bit of money off of it. Obviously, you run the risk of injury, but... Is what it is. If I'm the Packers, I'm not offering you a long-term deal until he gets his done. I'm sure you're right about Aaron Rodgers waiting for them to take care of his friend. Mm-hmm. Respectable. I'm not doing it. And that's me as a as a pro Aaron Rodgers guy. Well, I mean, he's been known to 
kind of hold you hostage a bit. Well, even if he signed, and that's what I said when when the first word came out about that two hundred million dollar deal, one hundred fifty three guaranteed. I was like, what if next year he's like, you know what, I do want to trade. You guaranteed me one hundred fifty three, but I do want to trade. Signing a long term deal for him means shit. You can't say he wouldn't think about doing it because fuck, we've seen it. Well, and he could very well just retire and be okay with it, and then you get a long term deal with him that now you're off the hook for because he retired, but. You have a long-term deal with Devontae, who is also not going to want to be there anymore. Or I wouldn't if I was him. You're in your fucking prime. Why would you want to be there with Jordan Love and hope he works? He's not trying to do a rebuild. No. Rejoice, Packers fans. Aaron Rodgers is back. Devontae, back. Well, now, what's interesting about this situation is what the fuck do you do now going into this draft for the Packers? Because you have to go all in. I think more ne- now more than ever, you understand like this could be the last time we get him. Like, what do you do? You get a receiver. Valdez Scantling is a free agent. Jeff, receiver in the first round. I mean, it's hard to say that I would get somebody like Dotson. You probably have to go defense if they're going to cut Zadarius Smith like they say they're going to. I understand what you're saying. It'd be a terrible look at this point. All they have is Jair Alexander, Kenny Clark. That's that's it. That's the shtick at this point. It's like, oh, Green Bay's going defense. Not they sign Bobby Wagner. Could happen. But they're a 3 4 defense and he plays in a, a. a 4-3 middle linebacker. I don't know if that matters so much. You get somebody like that in your locker room, people are going to get better. I don't think they'd do it. What if, like I said before, Tyler Lockett to Green Bay would be sweet. It would be, but they don't. They can't afford it. They'll make room. They'll restructure Takatari's contract or something. Then you can go defense. You get a name in free agency for offense, give Aaron a proven guy that he can trust, then you can go defense early. Nobody cares. Yeah. And it feels it feels a bigger need. It'd be smart. Lockett and Vontae's filthy. Yeah. Big Bob Tunyon. The have not been smart, but... That's right. why I would think no. I think at this point, you even for the dumbest of front offices, you I think have they, to understand this is very possibly your last chance. I think Seattle's considering just cutting him. Seattle should be taken away. Like, their franchise privileges to be revoked at that point. You have to get returns for Bobby Wagner is one that you would have thought they would have gotten at least a fucking second round pick for first round pick. That one, I like sixteen point six million to cap space cleared up. I understand it. It's, it hurts. Like that's a that's it's a, like fourteen for Lockett. But that's a that that one hurts as a fan base. Right. That's the last standing player from the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Obviously, since we're talking about the Seahawks, Russell Jamal Wilson, Adams is also a talk for getting cut. He should be. He stinks. Russell Wilson has been traded to the Broncos. What a fucking sick division of football we got. Good Lord. Derek Carr's fucking pissed. Derek Carr can come to Pittsburgh. You wouldn't hate that. Get out of get out of there. You got no chance. They gave up, what was it, two first-round picks, two second-round picks, and a third. And they also gave up Noah Fant. I think it was two first, two seconds, and a fifth. And they got, okay. they gave, they got a fourth in they return. They got a fourth back and Russell Wilson. And they gave up Noah Fant, Drew Locke, and uh, Shelby. Shelby, he's a defensive lineman. Yes. Uh, who do you Shelby think? Shelby Harris. Who do you think wins that deal? So for Denver, the way their team is constructed, Denver. Correct. They, they have enough pieces to be able to give those away. I don't know much about Shelby Harris, to be honest with you. Drew Locke is obviously a throwaway piece in this situation. I like Drew Locke. I like his personality. But if you're switching quarterback for quarterback, that's and that's irrelevant. The trade is the picks, 
Noah Fant, we know he's Noah good. Noah Fant's good. But he didn't, I mean, like, if you look at his statistics. It's Teddy Two Gloves. It's, it's, I'm sure it is. And I'm sure Noah Fant is good. But now he still has Drew Locke as his quarterback. Right. So. Well, he could have Geno Smith as his quarterback. I don't know if that's much better. I don't mind Geno. Last year, I mean, granted, it was a small sample size, but looked pretty fucking good. DK yeah. DK Metcalf did not mind when Geno was at quarterback. Well, you you have teams going into the play in Seattle, a hundred percent game planning for Russell Wilson, and then you get Geno Smith. You don't pay much attention to him. There's lots of opportunity to shine. That shine did not last long. The more games he played, the worse he got. That's true. But as a DK fantasy owner, it's true. Denver, as currently constructed, absolutely wins the trade. As far as if Seattle was dead set on trading them, that's about as good a deal as you're going to get. I'm not saying they won the trade by any means. I'm saying things you could have hoped for in return. Yeah, the compensation you got was was good. Now, the problem is Denver's first-round draft pick is going to be low now. Well, yeah, next year's. Right now, it's still pretty good. Right, they got the number nine pick, which also puts a quarterback-needy team above the Steelers another Bingo. one. Bingo. I saw that 11... Who who's at eleven? I can't remember who's at eleven, but I saw that whoever it was, if Willis drops to eleven, is gone. I don't know who's at eleven. I don't know, but I saw the report of it earlier. But um, that also lays down the groundwork. Maybe that also lays down the groundwork for what a Watson trade would look like. Now Lots you of saw swirling about Watson right now as well. Well, now you see a big. A big, and I'm still going to say Russell Wilson's still in his prime because he is. Bad last six games, injured, tried to come back way too soon, and maybe that was like a little bit of a, for him, it was like a fuck. You know what? Maybe this is the end of the road here. Like, I'm hoping. Or sorry. Gosh, that's the end of the road for me. Golly, geez. I'm thinking that Denver will do what they did. I'm not, and I'm not comparing. I think Russell Wilson, Hall of Fame quarterback. For sure. I'm and not, I think Denver's offense will be filthy. I'm still not comparing him to Peyton Manning. But no. when Peyton went there, they were very clearly like, hey, you let us know what you want to do. We went all in on you. We're going to adapt to what you want to do. I think they'll do the same thing with well, Wilson. We know John Elway will. Right. I think they will, and he'll look better because of it. Because in Seattle, they forced him to be the hero. Correct. He is very capable of being the hero when he needs to. And you got a pretty good running back with Javante Williams. You got two good running backs. You got, well, I think Gordon's free agent now. Okay. Well, they got weapons. Like, they gave up the least necessary of their weapons to get that trade as, done. As a big Cortland Sutton fan, you breathe a sigh of relief knowing like, that Russell Wilson's Tyler down Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, nasty tandem. They're both deep threats first. In Denver, you got a very good route runner, Jerry Judy. You got Cortland Sutton, who can pretty much do everything. Yes. And you got somebody that we didn't see very much last year because he was a rookie. KJ Hamler is going to be good. Yeah, he was the quarterback at one point. I feel like he's going to be good. If you feel confident in him being the quarterback, his athleticism. No, you're himself. thinking of. Uh, it wasn't him? No, you're thinking. Uh, oh, shit. Either way. It wasn't Hamler. You it got was, a good running game. It was a bomb, though. You have an offensive coordinator who has been around Aaron Rodgers. And you got a defense that's good. Defense is very good. And you, apparently going to have Von Miller back. You gave up the least necessary piece of your defense. Notable people. You have the least necessary notable person on your defense and your offense to get this deal done. The picks, who I don't fucking care. You give them. You give them all your picks this year. So help me God, if Bobby Wagner goes to the Rams, what if Bobby Wagner goes to the Broncos? He's from Los Angeles. Maybe, but the Broncos could just do what the Rams just did and go all in. Like they we could. We thought when oh they got 
Oh, but shit. Kansas City's going to get him, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. You're We're right. getting Bobby Wagner. <laughs> We're going to get into this. That is not going to happen because it makes sense, and that's not what we do. So, bingo. Now, when you said who wins the trade, or or should they have given up? I don't know how you phrased it, but it tied directly into this. One of the Steelers reporters. Oh, I said out. now you have the groundwork for what a Deshaun Watson trip would look like. You get a a guy who's a Hall of Famer, still in his prime, in my opinion. And you see what the compensation looks like. Now you can base what a package that you want could be like with a younger guy, just as high of a ceiling. So now it's like, okay, that's what Watson gets. Let's see. If Houston asks for that kind of package for Deshaun Watson, they'll never get it. I don't think so either. Just because of the if if he was completely cleared of it, you'll get you'll get that and then some. But it, but they won't because somebody will trade for him before this is all said and done because it could be years before this is all said and done. That being said, there's a rumor out. But the Steelers and Watson connected. I still think he goes to the Panthers because they have been the constant. They just have the most throughout the whole to thing. Give, like McCaffrey and them. Like, but that's the thing, McCaffrey and Deshaun McCaffrey and Deshaun Watson nasty, filthy. If you have to give one to get the other, you still do it, but it hurts. But this was floated out there by a Steelers reporter. Said, would you have traded two first, two seconds, a fifth, Mason Rudolph, Cam Hayward, Firemuth for Russell Wilson and fourth? I say no, not because like does Russell Wilson give you a better chance to win? Then keeping all of those things. Yes. The problem is we have so many fucking holes left to fill. You're creating more holes for yourself. If you have no Cam Hayward in the middle, two is always hurt. I don't even know if he's on the team next year. Everybody can pay attention to TJ Watt. Everybody else gets one-on-one, and they're going to be blocked because our run defense, fucking terrible. Cam Hayward is the only thing in the middle. He's leading the defense. TJ Watt, obviously TJ Watt's leader on the team, but from me watching it, it appears like, hey, I will get the quarterback. You guys take care of your shit. And Cam Hayward seems to run all that shit because Devin Bush definitely does not. And if we can't get to the quarterback, our secondary is fucked. I don't care how good they get. They're fucked. If they got all day back there, we're dead. It doesn't, we will be in a very similar situation that we have been the last few years because we have so many fucking holes on our team. And we just have to help. Russell Wilson walks into the exact situation he was in in Seattle. He has some weapons. He has a running back. That's it. He has no line. He has no fucking defense as a whole he has key players that matter and that's it it's the exact same fucking situation i don't think it helps us out that much denver definitely made the right deal that being said there's a lot of quarterbacks names are going off the board and the Steelers are sitting there with their fucking dicks on our hand <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna be playing with mason rudolph next year how mad would you be it's i mean it's gonna happen by that point i'll the, the length of time between the draft and the first game, it'll be very obvious if we're going to have that happen. Because if by the draft, we won't have gotten anybody in free agency. If we don't get somebody in the draft. Would you have rather gotten walk it to him, Wentz, or Mason no, Rudolph? No, Mason Rudolph. Okay. He's cheaper. Because walk it to him, Wentz, Carson Wentz, Carl Wentz is he, a commander. Ooh, makes me wince when he throws. He's a commander. Yeah. He's, he's an R word. And they took... All $28.2 million or whatever it was yep. of the cap hit. Now the Colts have the largest amount of cap space in the league at $70 million. And they're going after Jimmy G. Wow. Which, the more I think about this, I texted to you, we laughed about it. The more I think about it, that may <laughs> we be... We had a good laugh. That may be his best shot. Somebody to manage the game and hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor. If you go get Jimmy G, your expectation is... You have a pretty good ability of giving Booby Miles the ball. Bingo. That's what they should have done last year, and that's what fucked them. 
Jimmy Grapes with the Colts. I mean, like, he couldn't even throw the fucking ball to Debo. They had to put Debo in the backfield because he couldn't throw it to him. Perfect. The Colts' best player already in the backfield. There you go. If he's going to succeed, that's the place. He won't. I don't think so either. He stinks. But that's his best shot. Carl Wentz, <laughs> commander. The, the I don't team, know what the Redskins were thinking. He, he was going to be cut. That called everyone about every quarterback settled ended for up wins. getting Carson Wentz, and they yeah. probably high fives and shook hands as soon as the oh, deal they was were, done. They were excited. Uh, there is it says it keeps in a trade package that involved two thirds. If it's going to specify two thirds, safe to assume that's the highest pick they got. Right, two thirds for Carl. What's funny is now the Colts need a quarterback, and they don't have a first round pick because they traded it for Carl. They think Carson Wentz is the equivalent of two top 90 players in the upcoming draft. They paid Jacoby Brissett $20 million to start and traded Carson Wentz for two-thirds. Oh, my God. And I'm not even saying they made the wrong decision. They made the wrong decision in acquiring him. Two-thirds for Carson Wentz after last year? Fucking give me that. And you're going to take the money off our books? All day long. Get him the fuck out of here. They yeah. made the right decision. Yeah, they did. But the Washington rest, is the stupid. Our words are stupid. Stupid. What 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 was the deal with Tyron Matthews tweet that he deleted? Do you know? Didn't see it. Did you see it? He said, uh, Wilson in the West. Damn, what could have been? Oh. And then he deleted it. Yeah, you don't get it? Uh-uh. Talking about how he could have intercepted uh, Russell Wilson twice a year, like he could have played against Russell Wilson because he, he thinks he's not very good. Oh, well, he would have to be in the West for that to happen. Well, he's saying what could have been, as in I'm not going to be a chief now, so oh, okay. I don't know. I get you. Okay. That makes sense. That's yeah. what he's saying. I still hate him. Yeah, I hate his guts. I've been saying for two years, he's over-fucking-rated. Speaking of free agency, it's, they assume... I would rather take Blitz Boy right now. I'm not even kidding. Jamal Adams? Yeah. Yeah, he brings value. Yeah. It's or just not the value that he, he Landon wants to. Collins. I don't fucking care. It's the equi- He's going to have the same take, impact as him. I would take both. I would not take Jamal Adams at his price point that he has. No, I'll wait till he gets cut and then sign a one-year $6 million deal. All signs are pointing to Odell re-signing with the Rams. I did see that. Makes sense. That's depressing as a Chiefs fan. <laughs> but it makes sense. It does. It just sucks because I'm one of the biggest Odell Dick riders and was really <laughs> hoping to have an Odell jersey with the, with the Chiefs. That would have been sick. But i get Josh Gordon instead. Uh, other notable receiver moves. Mike Williams gets three years, $60 million Oh, he got paid? From the Chargers. Yep. Oh, damn. Okay. It's good for them. Tennessee re-signed Harold Landry to avoid the franchise take five years, he, eighty-seven point five million. He been balling this whole fucking postseason. He was a freak. He's twenty-five years old, had twelve and a half sacks last year. I didn't even know who he was, and they fucking paid his ass until like the last four games of the regular season and the postseason. And I saw him get like, what he get? He's the one that had like fucking. He had four sacks in that game against the uh, Bengals by himself. Yeah, freak. There was nine sacks in that game. Chris Jones yes. thinks he's that, but he's not. Players got tagged. We talked about Devontae Adams. Chris Godwin got tagged. Mike Gusecki got tagged. Dalton Schultz got tagged by the by the Cowboys after they restructured a whole bunch of shit. And Cam Robinson all got tagged. What did they restructure? Zach uh, Martin, I know you said. Yeah, and there was somebody else. They restructured two things that cleared up like $22 million. It was Dak and, Dak and Zach Dak Martin. Dak and Zach Martin, that's what it was. I wonder if they're still going to cut D-Law and Cooper. I think they're definitely going to cut Cooper. That you you can't not at this point. Like you can try to trade him if you want to. You have to cut him. Like that. He's that not would, worth twenty million. That bridge. Well, even if he was, we said it the day he got signed. He's not worth that. Even if he was, that bridge has been burned. Yeah. You float his name out there to be cut. Like I feel like that's the most utmost disrespect. I understand it's a business move. It's not because of his ability. I would take it as a slight. 
if I was him. Yeah, me too. Oh, you're going to just fucking cut me for nothing. I'm mm-hmm. not even worth trading. And D-Law already said he ain't taking a pay cut, so. They tried to sit him down at the negotiating table. He said no. Josh Gordon resigned with the Chiefs. Did see that. Who cares? Not me. There's other shit to get to, but with the Broncos news and them getting Russell Wilson, go Broncos. Apparently, Kanye and AB AB are trying to purchase the Broncos. Yeah. Apparently, I say it like it's crazy. Kanye's fucking nuts. Apparently, he has appointed AB as the head of whatever this fucking company is. That was a mistake. Mistake. Nothing about AB. I love AB. You know what it is? Booming tattooed on my arm. He he looks at AB and he's like, he acts just like me. He must be a genius. He's crazy too. Everybody calls him crazy, but you know what? Exactly. I think he's just like me. I think two of us would be better off. None of either any of the things that either one of us says makes sense. Maybe both of us together makes sense. Two wrongs could make a right. You're messing with the OG Bobby Light. You mm. know what I mean? That's a bad move. <laughs> and something tells me they're not going to buy the Broncos. Something tells me that business plan I miss Bobby not Light. very well thought out. I miss Bobby Light. Bobby Light, Bobby Light, Bobby Light. Anybody who doesn't know the Robin Big reference, the Robin Big, grow up, get a life. There was a report that the Commanders and the Panthers were the only two teams that have interest in Deshaun Watson. Obviously, the I find that hard to believe. Obviously, the commanders got their guy. I, well, I do think there's a fair amount of teams that don't want to touch that issue with a 10-foot pole. That's why the news about the Steelers being... This is why I'm not an owner, because I would say I don't give a fuck. Correct. I'm trading for him right now. So, I, I've beat around the bush at this point. I have I have no idea what kind of weight this shit holds. There is some. There is a guy, Sean King, I think his name is. He was with Tomlin in Tampa. He's close to the Rooney's, whatever. Alleging that if Deshaun Watson is not indicted on Friday, the Steelers are interested in a trade. I would be fucking ecstatic. Okay? You'd buy his jersey today. I would buy his jersey today. I don't expect it to happen. My hopes are officially up. I don't expect it to happen. I have a feeling you are just hedging your happiness, and you are very excited for oh, it. Uh, no. You have already got your hopes uh, up. I, to- I just said my hopes are officially up. I am fully expecting to be crushed by it, and we're <laughs> going to end up with Mason Rudolph. My brain went, ooh, maybe Aaron. Ah, shit, he's gone. We weren't in on the Russell Wilson deal, which if that was the price point, we saved. I don't we, necessarily we, blame him. We were not going to top that. Like, no. I don't know what it would have taken to top it, and it's very unstealer like to do that kind of trade. With that being the asking price, I get why they were out. But now the John Watson thing slowed out there. I've had my hopes up on Aaron. I've had it up that on package John Watson. Will be bigger. I don't think so because of the issues that are happening. Like there's so much shit that still has to be settled after Friday. I think the I think the reasoning behind or the logic behind well, if he's not indicted on Friday, we'll take the chances because if like the first thing out of the gates is written off we got a good chance of this working out because there's still that question mark i don't think the asking price is anywhere near what russell wilson is if you told me it would take two first to get watson deal all day you can fucking have him i don't think it'd be i would be very surprised if it's much more than that and if it is i don't i think the Steelers are out what if they say two first and deontay and that's it's a done deal with not knowing what happens with juju you're kind of fucked and we'll give you brandon cooks Deal. Okay. I would hate it. I love Deontay Johnson. He's one of the rumors of being cut is Brandon Cooks. I would hate it. And well, there's rumors of him being cut, but if they get if they officially get rid of Deshaun Watson, you can get rid of anybody. Yeah, they'll cut everybody. You're dead. You have no hope. Because no. I promise you, if they trade for Deshaun Watson, Mason Rudolph's going in the deal. Got to. Get him the fuck out of the building. No, Dewey Haskins. 
put Dewey Haskins behind Deshaun Watson. I don't think you, I'd rather have Mason. What the fuck is Mason going to learn from Deshaun Watson? Wow, he's really good. I should be able to do that, but I can't. You can't learn how to you be think fucking, Dewey can? The more, more, he has how? more talent than Mason Rudolph. No. Mason Rudolph's brains are fucking scrambled. He's not good at throwing Well, Miles Garrett scrambled him. Before that, looking at his face, looking at his dumb fucking face, <laughs> the brains weren't there. In college. The brains weren't there. In college, his brain said, It's the brain pains, coach. James Washington run fast. James Washington runs straight. I throw a ball straight. James Washington catch ball. That's it. That was his whole success plan in the Sammy Coates said the same thing, but he forgot about the catch ball. Catch part slipped his mind. Hopes were up for John Watson. And the best part about it is this report, it was specific to Friday being in two days. So by Saturday. I'm already uh, either crushed or happy. Correct. I don't have to, it gets worse <laughs> the longer you drag it out. If Saturday, Deshaun Watson's not on the Steelers, yep, that ship sailed. And I'll just accept the fact that we're going to have Mason Rudolph. Other football news? Kirk Herbstreet, Thursday night football. Via, I, do like, I do like the Herb. Via Amazon. I also love that he's still doing college football. Yes. because I mean, he's at this point the face of college football. Absolutely. He's also Lee Corso's caretaker. I also like Joe Klatt. I'm a big Joe Klatt fan, but it's Herb Street. It's not Desmond Howard. It's not that other bozo up there on the set of College Game Day. It's definitely not Lee Corso's fucking decrepit ass. <laughs> it is Kirk Herb Street. And I do not disagree with when he freaked out about talking about how players opting out is bad for football. I don't disagree. So anybody who wants to drag his name because... Oh, how could you say that? You're not pro players. Guess well, what? It makes that's, sense. That's what we talked about earlier. Yeah. If you're for one thing, you're against the other. Not true. I think players opting out is bad for football. It is I think bad it's for a football. Smart but it also makes sense by the players. So both can be true. So yeah. stop dragging my boy Kirk Herbstreit's name just for saying that. My fear was when I saw this come out that Kirk Herbstreit was going to go off NFL, college football, and then we have the same problem we've had for Thursday nights forever in college because college won't. I don't think they would have the revolving door of people they're trying out. They'll pick somebody. That'll be the guy and we'll be forced to fucking deal with it. And they'll stink because we'll be comparing them to Kirk Herbstreet. That's the other thing. I So think. help me God if they give me Collinsworth. <laughs> oh, now here's a kid and they're more susceptible to the 15-year-olds, 14-year-olds, <laughs> whatever it was. They're closer in age. Can't have Collinsworth near the youth. <laughs> I like is, Collinsworth. He is he a child molester. He can't have him near the youth. He's a child molester. Calvin Ridley. What about him? What about him? Suspended for the year. I know. Bullshit. For gambling. Let's fucking go ahead and have the conversation here. Pete Rose did not get suspended for the year. He got completely shut out of the fucking NLB. He got suspended from the Hall of Fame. Forever. Calvin Ridley suspended for the year. That's bullshit. Ray Rice Bingo. Suspended for two games. <laughs> now, granted, Ray Rice never played again in the NFL. What about Cream Hunt? But at the time, Ray Rice was only suspended for two games. So at this point, betting and marijuana use have been the most, uh, the biggest suspensions in football. Now, one thing I do want to bring up, I've seen a lot of people talking about, well, Josh Gordon was suspended for six years for, for smoking weed. Well, on his ninth offense. Yeah, fuck Josh Gordon. That dumb motherfucker just kept doing it. I but don't blame him. Here's but. the thing. I am a, what well, I do, because like in the NFL, you're only tested from 420, conveniently, to the start of the league year. Anytime in between then, you do what you want. 
You talk unless to, you make a crazy catch in a game, and then all of a sudden they're going to test you. Maybe, but you talk like Chad Johnson talked about, or I think it was Chad Johnson. Somebody, maybe not Chad Johnson. They were doing random drug tests on kickers last year for making big field goals. They get they got hyped before every fucking game. Different time, maybe. But if that's the fucking rule, look what Hugh Jackson just did a couple weeks ago. Got busted for, and nothing happened to him. Right, the Hugh Jackson Foundation. That has actually only donated $4,000 to anybody. And they had a tax return last the year before of, what was it, like four or $500,000? Something crazy. Here's the thing. If it's the rule. <laughs> and they didn't care. And you break the rule, I don't feel bad for you. How about the owner? How about the owner of the fucking, the owner of the Dolphins who did what he did? Owner of the Nothing. Um, if it's the rule and you break the rule, no sympathy for you. The problem becomes what the punishment is for breaking these rules. They don't fucking add up. I'm all for anybody. If, if you sign up for this, these are the rules. You break them. This is what happened. The this is what happened part is the part that's fucked up. Hey, if you gamble, you're spending for the year. That's the rule. Cool. Hey, if you beat somebody, beat your wife, you're spending for up to six games. Problem. Here's why I get it. Um, it affects a lot of the game that I had not thought of at first. For instance, there's a lot of money on games weekly from everybody across the United States. A shit ton of money. Shit ton. And a lot of it's on spreads. Yes. So, yeah, you're like, okay, he spent $1,500 on fucking a couple parlays and for the Falcons to win, who cares? Well, a receiver may be dependent on the quarterback, but a receiver does have the ability to prevent or make a cover. I mean, you you can look at, and this is not, it was not due to gambling, but it affected it greatly when Nick Chubb ran out of bounds at the one. Look at Todd Gurley when he decided to run through the end zone. Correct. Now, that was a smart business decision. Don't score so he can run the clock out. <laughs> he also got his incentives because of that touchdown. Right. But, but it affected a lot of people's Millions Correct. of dollars. So I understand it as a business. I understand why it's a rule 100%. How about we say you don't get your base salary this year. You only get whatever your incentives are. As a punishment? There is no $11 million you get this year. You get whatever your incentives were when you signed the contract. Yeah, that's the thing. We, we, that's, that's my entire thought process behind this topic that I knew we were going to have is we have to adjust the, pun- the consequences of these rules. Because now you can Agreed. say, well, well, there's no precedent for this. We, we, had to, we had to act swiftly to make it sure it never happens again. I'm, you're I'm just for- doing this because you're investors. Well, that's why you're saying that. I'm okay with you you going way too far and then walking it back. It's way better optically than having a Ray Rice situation where you spend up two games and then try to be like the next guy. Like, well, Ray Rice wasn't enough. Let's hammer you. You've already set the precedent. It's fucked. Set the precedent high and walk it back. Kareem Hunt got six and his was not as bad as Ray Rice's. Right. That's the thing. There's no consistency. Like when you set the precedent into the year for suspension, you have to immediately go back and revisit your domestic violence penalties. It has to be... You can, if we're going to give somebody a year for gambling on games, you got to say you can't play in the fucking league anymore if you beat your fucking wife. Like, the two offenses are so far drastically spread apart that you have to do the same with the consequences. Why, and and we're all gonna, they're all going to say, like, oh, well, that's not realistic. Kick him out of the league for getting into a domestic dispute. Okay. Then it's not realistic for you to spend somebody for a year for fucking gambling on a game. It's fucking crazy. Agreed. You saying the suspension like that just made me think of the office again. Kevin said, C is for suspension. <laughs> <sighs> office fans out there, you know what I'm talking about. The You see what Traylon Burke said about his 40 time? Huh. 
Anybody who has a problem with my 40 time, I suggest you go watch tape of me back at Arkansas. Of, and tell yeah, me if anybody, any game. tell me who caught me at any game. Like that game speed, they they were talking about the. Uh, now I am concerned with him only having twelve reps of two twenty five. Yeah, that's weird. Had an off day. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe he got fucked up last night at the combine with a bunch of people that were going in the draft. Who knows? I know it does not mean he can't play football. It means nothing. Absolutely nothing. The the same thing or similar thing happens with the safety from Notre Dame. What was his name Hamilton? Yeah, what happened with him? Uh, he he had a less. He had a like he ran a similar forty, I think, to Traylon Burks. But the latest mock draft I saw had him at number two. Yeah. He's a fucking stud. Yeah. He's a freak. And I saw that when he ran from one side of the field to the other side of the field, got a pick with a toe touch. Right. I knew what he was. You know why nobody cares? Because he's big and he's very fucking good all year. Same with Traylon Barks. Correct. Speaking of big, do you have anything else in the NFL? Um, I don't know if we talked about it on the air, but the teams that are linked to trading for Christian McCaffrey... Are the, not. are the Ravens, the Bills, the Chiefs were one of them. The Bills would be disgusting. I'm Here's my hot take on that. I'm going to call the R word on that. If they, if they do that, that's not fair for football. I'm calling the R word. That's racist. They only want a white quarterback and a white <laughs> running back. It's bullshit. Don't let that fucking trade happen, Goodell. It's not good optically. <laughs> you fucking dirty son of a bitch. Don't do it. Because if that, if that happens, I'm not watching football. Yes, you are. I will. I just won't watch the Bills games. (laughs) You will have to. I will draft Christian McCaffrey first overall. (laughs) I will do that. But that's absolute bullshit. Devin Singletary deserves the bag because he's better. So leave Christian McCaffrey over. I'm saying that because it's not fair if they get him. Okay. Just as long as we're under, we're on the same page that you're using. Is it's all hyperbole at this point? It's slippery slope. You let this happen. Well, guess what? It's just don't open the door to the racist thoughts that the Bills have. It's fucking horse shit. Do not do it. They tried to trade for AB. He said no. They got Beasley. They got fucking Josh Allen. They're trying to get McCaffrey. I mean, it's they got they're whitewashing the whole team. <laughs> Don't fucking let it happen, Goodell. This is unruly. In those three positions, they're only white people. Hey, Colby, bullshit. I all, I'm not going to lie to you. I always thought when I saw Colby Beasley smile like that and it looked like a tooth was missing, I never realized it was because the tooth was really missing. It's missing. I discovered that last year. Yeah. Did not even know that. Also, what's kind of crazy about the Colby Beasley situation is like... I would be so happy to have Colby. How many times we talked? Well, how many times we talked about it? Like you can be a distraction as long as you play on the field. Trumps it. His doesn't. Like last year, it didn't. The year before, very good. I'm very surprised that, that didn't amount to anything. Like it, it wasn't it was pretty like, good for him. It wasn't like a severe issue, but it drew a lot of media media attention. A ton because he didn't want to get a fucking Fauci ouchy. Grow up, <laughs> right? I'm not even saying it's not justified because <laughs> it is. But something like that would normally lead somebody to be see you later. We don't want to deal with this bullshit. I have never once asked my friends which shots they got this week. Don't I don't care. fucking care. Don't care. It doesn't matter. Leave it alone. That being said, Isaiah McKenzie did have a little bit of a breakout year. Pretty solid dude. That other Davis guy, pretty good too. So, Cole Beasley may be on the hot seat. Maybe come with the Chiefs. I would not hate that. I did. I'm not even kidding. I'm not just being a homer. I also saw Chiefs were in on the Christian McCaffrey thing. I mean, you have to. What the fuck else? I mean, if you're not going to do anything with fucking defense here, you might want to try to outscore people. Because yeah, I got news you're for you. Take his contract. Too. Clyde the Glad ain't going to do it. No, he's not. Well, if you cut Frank Clark, you restructure Jones, you're good. Sign Tyreek Hill to a multi year extension that lessens the cap space for the next two years. That's what you do. It's easy. We have like 20 something million right now. If we did all those moves, I think they said that we would have like $51 million in cap space. Just fucking do it. 
I would love to have Christian McCaffrey jersey. <laughs> I think everybody would. Chiefs. That would be nuts. Would be awesome. I did see Orlando Brown got a weird franchise tag that I've never seen before. Uh, the non-exclusive. It's a weird thing, and he said that he was not going to sign it until he overlooked what the fine print or something was. It's, it's a weird one. I, like think, I think the goal of it is hey, you have because you have to designate tag for people. That's why you can still get a long-term deal done. If we don't, he's tagged. Nobody else can touch him, or he sits out. I think their goal is still to get him a long-term. Oh, deal. for sure, absolutely. I think that's the intention of it. He just wasn't. He wasn't great for us. Like he was good. He, you know, he did what we needed him to do. He's just not. I never really saw great from the left tackle position. Uh, but the thought of Christian McCaffrey with Josh Allen makes me sick to my stomach, and the thought <laughs> the thought of him being wasted in Baltimore. It's criminal. So don't let that happen. Either he goes to Kansas City or it would be awesome to watch him going to the Bills. It would be cool. Oh there was a fourth God. team. I just can't remember who it was. It's because none of them matter. When it's the- Chiefs and Bills is the only ones that would be cool. Oh, boy. That might be what it takes to make people hate the Bills. Because the Bills have made it a long way. They've been good for several years now, quietly. Yep. And they're nobody, about to enter Chiefs territory no, where nobody, people start hating you. Nobody has cared yet. <laughs> They'll fucking care if they get Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> It'll start becoming like, a, are you fucking kidding me? This too? That They need all this? They're going to get Christian McCaffrey and they'll sign, they'll sign Tyron Matthew or something like that. That new baby breath eventually wears off and <laughs> doesn't smell cute anymore. The Bills are getting close to it. Chiefs did not know the scent would wear off that fast. <laughs> but boy, did it. And I blame Jackson and Brittany. They fucking did it to us. They definitely expedited the process. Because it's fucking sure. bullshit. Everybody should love the Chiefs. Everybody, It should have been the, the Warriors before Kevin Durant got there. Like They were what everyone... Started from the fucking bottom. If Mahomes... 2012, number one overall pick, for fuck's sakes. It started from the bottom. Now we're here, and it's like, yeah, we're getting a lot of bandwagon fans. And then all of a sudden, gone. it was like, holy shit. It fucking changed this same year. If Mahomes is smart... it. This is off the field. He's clearly smart on the field. If he was smart off the field. If he's smart, he wouldn't get married to Brittany. And Bingo. He, <laughs> but now he's, now he's had a kid, so that's going to that's yeah. gonna stick around. Yeah. The problem is, I get, you don't want to have that conversation with your brother and your fucking wife. Hey, you guys are a goddamn problem. You're fucking all my shit up. You can't go to the games. Anymore. Aaron did it. I, I, well, he just cut him off completely. I understand. Put him on D&D. Never talk to him again. <laughs> I understand why you don't want to have that conversation. Everybody else started the conversation for you. It was out that he had the conversation. All you had to do when that dropped was like, hey. I mean, they're kind of right. We know this didn't happen, but. But, like, let's kind of I mean, take like, the look, look at it. It kind of makes sense. Like, maybe you guys don't go ever. Maybe Jackson deletes TikTok. Maybe maybe we do that. Maybe what Tyler's been telling y'all, social media ruined everything. Maybe you just handcuff yourselves to each other in the basement. Every <laughs> Sunday. Thursday. Sunday, night. Mondays, and Thursdays. If we I'm going to need y'all down the cellar. If we end up playing not on Monday or Thursday, I'll let you out. Business as usual. But you guys get the fuck away from We're me. We're not going to have videos up front of Britney's teeth going, wow! We're, don't, don't, We're don't not be, fucking doing it. Don't be pouring shit on people. Don't be dancing on fucking Hall of Fame logos. Don't I would have been all on board for looking up and seeing Patrick Mahomes' wife spraying champagne down as we just beat the Bills in that fashion. I would have just gulped it up like a fucking little, little <laughs> cheerleader. I would have just loved it. I would have. And nobody that was there complained. It was all the people who watched the video that complained because we hate Britney. Which we should. We are all united on the hate Britney front. (laughs) Not that bad Britney. Don't free that Britney. No. Lock (laughs) her up. Not it's Britney, bitch. No. Maybe get Britney's, Spears' dad, 
in touch with Brittany Mahomes. Maybe get that lock her yes. down. Okay, I could I could get you on. You want to control of Brittany? We got one for you. Take her and be gone. I'm actually not that upset or angry at Brittany. It's mostly Jackson. I hate his guts. It, I hate his absolute guts. I can't stand his face, the way he looks. I can't stand anything about Jackson Mahomes. The the tone of her voice. Brittany's just a diehard fucking. You know, she's a fan and his wife. Right. That's it. The, she's annoying, but the, that's the thing. The tone of her voice, the thought process that she clearly has when she opens her mouth is the same reaction I get anytime I come in contact with a random woman and she, um, that shit there instantly makes me want to punch you in the goddamn face. That's her face. I know it, somebody like that. And now it is a hundred percent. Well, a friend of somebody, a hundred percent. Only thing I see when I look at her and Jackson, Holmes, obviously no need for explanation speaks for herself. Yeah. Yep, I am still ha- do not have and will not ever have TikTok. I'm very glad for it because things like that would make me rip my eyes out. Oh, I don't, I don't have an account. That way, I can just scroll through and not be attached to anything because there is some funny fucking shit on there. See, Jinping's already seen you, so don't care. He's already seen me anyway. Well, you can just pull up Google Maps, type in an address, no matter where you're at, and you can just find where everybody lives. So. Correct. Who fucking cares? Not concerned with it. This this portal's been opened a long time ago. Yes. So who gives a shit? If they're gonna do something. Do something. Don't be scared. Slight left turn here. Yeller button. We don't get many yellers. Now, there was news that allegedly... little UF sizzle? Tied to Ivasa and Stipe July 2nd. Would you love it? Yeah. Also saw a lot of idiots out there saying Ty would beat Francis right now. You're higher than a fucking kite, and I'm not even that high on the UFC or watch very much. There is no fucking way you take on that 2% body fat scary linebacker son of a bitch. There's no shot. Please let him work his way up. Don't announce him to take on one of the big, the, the number one immediately. No, I, I agree let with that. Let him work his way up. I am, at this point, prior to the Derek Lewis fight, I would have agreed with you 100%. Derek Lewis is no fucking bum. He's not Francis Ngannou. He's not. Their strategy was similar. Francis taking him mm, <laughs> tied to Avasa and, and Ty's no bum. There, he's no fucking bum. No. Ty to reason I reason I'm not so quick to say he has no chance is because Ty to Avasa has fought people with one punch knockout power. He's a fucking heavyweight. But he has fought people who are known as a heavyweight for scary one-punch knockout power. People talk about Derek Lewis. It's like, I have never been hit that hard in my life. People who have fought plenty of people, when his punch hits you, it's different. Ty withstood that. The Francis talk, yes, I agree. Chill out. The thing about Stipe, Stipe is well-rounded for a heavyweight. I would be very interested to see that fight. What I gather from this, though, is another confirmation we'll never see John Jones fight a heavyweight. <laughs> not going to happen. Get over it. We're not going to see him fight again ever. Ever. But definitely not a heavyweight. Who's he going to fight? He was going to fight Stipe. And then he was going to fight Ghanu and Ghanu. Well, now he's just fighting civilians and his wife. He's fighting his wife. <laughs> he ain't getting Stipe. Ty Tuivasa is the new darling. You're done. No John Jones. Ty is the Connor of heavyweight. I'd be Without glad. the shit talking. He's not the, the character. He's just the impact in heavyweight right now. Like he's the fun He's the guy at the party that everybody wants to be friends with. And yes. when shit goes down, everybody's like, oh, shit, let me, Ooh, let let me, me chill. Let me get behind this guy. Yeah. Now, I don't know what happens in that fight. I honestly don't. 
if I had to put in the amount of money that mattered on me in Ganu and Ty, I put it on in Ganu. I'm not going to say he has no chance. I hope that one day we get to see that because that means if like if Ty beats Stipe, you got a shot at title. We're talking. You're going to have to at some point. Like it, it was, it was a shtick for a long time. Everybody assumed then he beats Derek Lewis. Oh shit, he might be for real. He beats Stipe. Oh shit, he's for real. I wish Sean O'Malley would follow this trajectory. Now, who do you give him? I mean, Sean, Sean O'Malley's in that territory. Like he, he got a ranked opponent for the first time. But two, Ty just thing. keeps fighting the bigger, 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 bigger. Ty got, like, Ty got bigger his jumps, up. and I understand that means he was willing to accept those fights. I don't necessarily think like I think Dana is being smart with. I think it's a little bit of Sean, a little bit of Dana. Sean knows what he has, or Dana knows what he has in Sean. He can sell fights that don't matter because Sean O'Malley is a part of it. He's using the Connor formula with lesser with lesser competition. Eventually, you're going to have to back that up and put Sean against somebody who could Correct. potentially knock his metaphorical block off. Who would you like to see him fight? Who's a big dog? I, mean, I want to see him fight Cody. Who's it? Cody who? Garbrandt. I don't know that is. For myself. Oh, my God. Is he God. good? Oh, God, I hate that dude. I know you do. I don't know why. He's the guy who knocked that dude out the buzzer. Yes. I want to see that fight. He, he's a tool. I just watched him stand there and do nothing for fucking I don't, three rounds. I don't. His last, few, his last couple fights have not been good. It looks very pre-hiatus-esque. Like when he was on his title run, fucking monster. When he came back from his hiatus, in that specific fight you're talking about, problem. Since then, not great. Hurts my heart. But <laughs> you put him against somebody like Sean, who stylistically, you're getting a fucking brawl. Like it's going to be stand there and try to take each other's fucking head off. Both are capable. I'd put my money on Cody. Some of that could be with my heart, but like just having, having watched Cody fight, having watched Sean O'Malley fight, they are quite literally built different, but the fight would be good. I, again, it'd be very Cowboy Connor. I don't know how my heart would feel until somebody hit the mat. Yes, I do. Give me Sugar I Sean O'Malley. I want Cody to fucking win. I want Sugar Sean O'Malley. But I would not be pissed off by Sean O'Malley winning because that is a big-time name on the resume, and then he's in the conversation where you could have got to start fighting top-tier people. You put Sean in a top-tier fight. You're going to do numbers. It's going to be electrifying. I don't know what happens. But Sean seems like the type of person to me. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. That if he gets got when he gets up there, his whole shit will change. He could unravel from it. He just seems like that type of personality. He's way too cool, calm, and collected. Way too confident in knocking people out. I want the confidence. That's why I like him. But it, it seems like it could be shattered by a knockout or a decisive loss. Just getting manhandled by somebody. If he goes into somebody, they do what Colby did to Masvidal, that could fuck him up. I don't know. It'd be interesting. Tied to Vasa. I hope that fight happens. It's it's just speculation at this point. But more often, like the UFC the time that is the something. most consistent. When rumor comes out, it happens. I'd be excited to see that fight. I'm excited to see go Broncos. We got to shorten that. That's not that didn't work. Go Hawks. Go Broncos. Because it's two syllables. Go Broncos, Denver. So it's nope. weird. Go, go Bronx. Go Ponies. Go Bronx. It's gonna be go Bronx. Gross. <laughs> There's gonna be so many Bronx shirts out there. Go Bronx, baby. Mm. Can't wait to see what happens with Deshaun Watson. We might know by Sunday. We, if we, boy, if we have a fucking Sunday episode where Deshaun Watson is on the Steelers, lower your goddamn volume out of the gate. I may not play the intro music. He may walk in here with a thing in his hand. I may walk in here with a shirt chubby. on a where I right have now. crudely pasted Deshaun Watson's face over somebody else's. Did you see 
Will Ferrell go onto the court in the Warriors game. I absolutely game. did. That was that awesome. was hilarious. That was fucking the awesome. The amount of shit, and I'm not saying that Clay he's, Thompson's face when he saw him, that shit was hilarious. I'm not going to say the amount of shit he's gotten to do like he doesn't deserve it. It's fucking Will Ferrell. He can go wherever he wants. But the amount of shit that he's done is fucking... Like he's on the fucking court for warm-ups to the goddamn Warriors He's game. got fucking money. He is in. He is playing shit fake defense on everybody. It's what they while call shooting. It's what they call fuck you money. It's what I got now. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I don't care. And he's made enough for himself. He doesn't have to give a fuck what the reaction is. He'll be just fine. Yeah, that was funny shit. It was awesome. Uh, Lakers lost to the Spurs. Whoa. LeBron didn't play. Knee soreness. Also. He's probably sore from scoring so many points. I agree with what Skip said this week. Uh-oh. What? Uh, lay it on me. I know what LeBron's doing this. now. What's that? Trying to get the scoring title. Oh, he's step padding. <laughs> Not stat padding, oh, but I think, God, he's stat padding. I think Skip is right. He is desperate to be able to to claim goat status. We've already heard him say it on on what the barbershop shit, whatever the fuck it's called. The shop. The shop. We've already heard him say on there he announced himself as the goat. And I think adding remember at the beginning of the year, if I wanted to score forty point I mean he said it when he was like fucking twenty years old, but yeah. if I wanted to score forty fucking points a game or lead the league in scoring, I could. But it doesn't equal winning. Well, now their team just sucks. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, uh, 38-year-old LeBron leads the league in scoring right now. Gets the scoring title. Would that not fucking boost the resume? It's clear he has given up on trying to win. But does, does All not he's playing, doing is just shooting the ball 50 million times. So if you don't play games, do those not count? Or does it dilute your average? I'm genuinely asking. I don't know. Um, I think it doesn't count towards your average. Well, that's horseshit. Let me go in there. I'm going to score 50 points and never play again for the year. I average 50 points a game. No, there's a minimum games played you have to have. Okay. Well, I think it's like 50-something games you have to play. Has he played 50-something games? Yeah. Well, he ain't playing again then. The the He's second right now. Everything's divided by like Who's a tenth first? of a percent. I think Giannis. Really? But I think he just dropped after what happened last week. He's had a couple. What if they get a, a sit-out game off? Like what? One of them gets into first, and they just sit until they lose first place, and they start playing again. Then the other person would have to drop a fucking fifty burger again. That's what I'm saying. If if they both played the minimum amount of games, and none of the other games that they sit out matter, and then one of them jumps into first, and they just sit out until the other passes them, then what if there's only one game left and you don't score right? Hey, that's rich taking your stat pad. It would be, <laughs> it would be very good for the resume to have another scoring title, and it shows everybody. I told you I could lead the league in well, scoring. You got nothing again. else at this point. I told you guys I could do it, and look what look look at our record. I told you guys I could do it. It doesn't fucking mean we win. So Skip said that, and I think, I think he's right. I think that's Possible. that's his only goal right now. I'm going to lead the league in scoring. Wednesday, March 9th. Tyler agrees with Skip. Yeah, yeah. I didn't agree with everything else that he said, as I never do. Doesn't count. Strike from the record. But him saying, I know what he's doing now, I agree. I hadn't thought of it. I also didn't know that he was that close to leading the league in scoring because I never think that he's possible. That's no way. Yep, he's going to do it. <laughs> at least fucking try his damnedest. He don't care about winning at this point. I mean, no one really condemns you for either not making the playoffs or out in the first or second round. What they, di- what they ding you for is losing the finals. Yeah. So my team sucks. We might not even make the play in, but I led the league in scoring. Didn't know Dingen for not making it in. 
It is LeBron. He's going to get held to a different. It's, yeah, he's going to be pissed about it when it happens. Like he's fucking shocked. You motherfucker said that I'm fucking four and six in the finals. So if I don't go, I can't lose it. And now I don't make it in there, but I lead the league in scoring. And you're talking about how I didn't get a ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That is what it would happen. But other than that, I got nothing. Show's over. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, www.slightlybiasedsports.com, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on social media. And if you haven't told your friends, you're wrong. <laughs>